Oh, it's it's I've seen it happen. It's Leo and I have gotten into fucking like block fights. Yeah. <laughs> I'll block him. You block it. I'll block him. It's like who? What the fuck is happening? Don't show that. Like oh shit, I didn't mean to. The fuck are you doing? Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. That's when I started realizing, like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking not do anything when I'm on the show with Leo because that's that's like the fucking the latest kid who just got a fucking six iron in his pocket going up against Billy the Kid. I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm the two gun kid. Really? And they call you that because you got two guns? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I didn't say it was the cleverest name. <laughs> Which way did he go? I don't know. He went that way, I think. <laughs> Eddie Valiant. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. You fucking, you nailed it, dude. Yeah. I don't Why know. Why that way? Was that dude, the, no, um... I see that shit all the fucking time in my house, and I just get the strangest looks from my wife and my dog. <laughs> like, was that the um, uh, apple dumpling gang? No, it's the, no, I love Valio. It's it's, the, no, it was it's, actually rides again. Okay, the bullets, the bullets from uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh. Which way did he go? I don't know. He went that way. <laughs> uh, and actually, the the comments I made earlier in uh, our chat when we were saying we were going to be ready to jump into Streamyard, <laughs> that was a quote from Roger Rabbit as well. <laughs> Betty, when you are Raul. <laughs> It's been forever since I've seen that movie. Not my Jessica. No. <laughs> Patty cake. Patty cake. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, on that note, we'll start Tell things up. Bit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, okay. <laughs> You do that way too well. <laughs> it's disappearing, reappearing, ink! The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Kids, it's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token with... My God, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dork Eating Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of dirty goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, 
and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Welcome to the Dork Night, where we talk everything about Batman. And uh, my name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have a great show scheduled for you, as always. And with us, we have Justin Cooper. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. Pal <laughs> uh, for Brandon. It's the last time I tell Justin what I'm going to say before we fucking start. <laughs> man. Cool. I mean, I was going to rock you like a hurricane, too. But I guess instead, uh, love is a battlefield. Fuck you, Justin. He's a hey, winds of change. Winds of change, my friend. <laughs> you know, well, I don't get it. I, I've done before I, you. I don't get it, man. Like the name of the band is Extreme, but then they release like Cold Hearted and More Than Words. I don't know, man. Sounds pretty pussy to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary Sharon, we hardly knew ye, and that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's all right. <laughs> it's that's not a lament. <laughs> it's just <No>. a fact. <laughs> just a statement. To an anyone under the age of thirty who might be listening, Gary Sharon was a lead singer of of the group Extreme and also a brief lead singer of Van Halen for Van Halen's three album from nineteen ninety eight. Yes. Yeah, so sorry to Jeremy's kids who have to listen to this while he <laughs> is listening to this. Uh, that's Brandon saying sorry to you kids or you're welcome. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how big into like the information sponge thing you are. So make of it what you will. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Uh, (laughs) Enjoy or or this episode brought to you by the music group extreme. Enjoy it or don't. I'm not your boss. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, just so they don't feel bad. I didn't know who that was either. It's okay. You know, it's, I, I was well, first of all, I, I think it's just a wild mistake to make to think that they even remotely felt bad for one split second. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. Uh, I, I I was uh not really deprived, but I wasn't guided toward music until uh probably my senior of year of high school. So it's like you know, that's why I'm into we- all this weird shit. Is that know? when you finally stopped wearing the duster? Uh no, that's when I began to wear the duster. And yeah, you know to, what? Into Guster, <laughs> I I hear the the mistake in my question, and I would like to withdraw it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, well, the it, judges it, have it, decided not to award know, any points for that. <laughs> it's 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 funny to me, Leo, that you're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't feel too bad. You know, it's like the the other way of saying like, oh, you know, oh, well, if it makes you feel any better, and then somebody tells you something miserable that happened to them, it's like. I know you you feel like you're like empathizing and commiserating, but really I'm already like depressed and miserable about this shit. And now I'm even more miserable because you told me about this terrible thing that you went through. And like when I say no worries to you, I mean that for you, not me. I am anxiety given human form. <laughs> like I'm I'm the planeteer that nobody talks about. <laughs> uh, I guess I guess I'll just stay at home. <laughs> just... An- anxiety. I was molded by it. If, if it makes you feel oh, wow, better, if it makes a... you feel. <laughs> was that a frighteners I was, reference? I was I was molded by it, born in it. My body is a roadmap of pain. I didn't see the light of serenity until I was almost a man. 
Oh, geez. Uh, where was I going with that? I love that Brandon uh, has an empty cup that he leaves yeah. out for it's pain my, impressions. It's my Bane cup. It's, yeah. It is my Bane cup. How else do you know I'm supposed to sound like him unless I do this? <laughs> I will be this podcast reckoning. Uh, but yeah, it is like the duster came out when I, you know, it is probably around the same time I discovered, uh, like, uh, 70s, Renegade on UPN. Oh, no, nah, 70s Genesis, like, like the real, oh, like uh, the lamb on Broadway, yeah, so, down on Broadway uh, and, and s- selling in England by the pound. Oh, by the pound, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, some uh, key prog rock there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when Peter Gabriel was uh, was the singer, and yeah, and then he... Um, then he would move on. I I actually I saw Peter Gabriel. Wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Red as, Rain, right? Takes us back a, to Batman. As a mostly Celtic background individual, I honestly have to say this. This is just genuinely one of the whitest conversations I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> Like, if you guys <laughs> if you guys start talking about Radiohead at some point, I'm out. Like, I don't I got like nothing. Radiohead. So I, yeah. I'm just saying, like I like right now, this is just fucking jibber jabber. Like, yeah, I don't okay. like Oasis either. So Sorry, who does? Uh, Oasis doesn't like Oasis. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they they're their biggest. Uh, well, actually, Radiohead doesn't like Radiohead either. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of like I, I wouldn't I saw, fucking know Oasis. I think I saw them live. Maybe that's a shame. I, I was gonna say, do I fucking say congratulations or I'm sorry? You Today is con- gonna be the day that uh, you're looking gonna for throw it back to you, Leo. You looking for condolences or consolences, man? Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going over. Going What's a consolence? I want one of those. I don't know. I'm just trying to rhyme. It sounded good though. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's consolation, but but still, right. it sounded better the other way. Yeah. You should stick word salad, motherfucker. DM. So, you know, we were talking about like uh, my duster and, and, you know, the uh, um, uh, leather fedora I used to wear with it. Uh, That was in the 90s. Actually, it was around the same time that this came out. So, uh, yeah, like 96, you know. Uh, So uh, we're talking today about. Yeah. And you may remember the point in time where Batman. didn't wear a fucking duster in uh the modern comics that we usually cover uh but today instead of that we're gonna cover an amalgam comic why don't you tell (laughs) us about it leo (laughs) sure so so we're gonna be talking about bruce wayne agent of shield well well, what wait a minute how on earth is bruce wayne an agent of shield uh i i don't know i think we have an amalgam expert here you know maybe he can clue us in as to what happened really that that's brandon not me so i'm gonna say really <laughs> throwing around the word expert here is who did this cover is what i want to know fast and loose uh so uh art was by carrie nord okay yeah and uh they did the cover as well Written by Chuck Dixon, and uh, so Mission Destroy Hydra. Um, so it's Carrie Nord and Mark Pennington. In order to save the two universes, the young hero known as Axis was forced to use the power of the Amalgam, see Marvel versus DC number three, 
In this issue, Bruce Wayne is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., a super secret spy organization poised to deliver a crippling blow to the criminal organization known as HYDRA. But HYDRA has other problems as a coup d'etat has uh, just occurred and uh, power has been usurped from the Green Skull, which is actually the Red Skull, merged with Ra's al Ghul by his own daughter, Selena Luther, which is a mixture of Talia and Viper. Well, this is the same Green Skull, supposedly, as Lex yeah. Luthor, right? From the How is this Ra's al Ghul? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's time to uh, edit Wikipedia. I know. But yeah, well, I, I mean, they had it wrong anyway because they said he's the head of Shield, and that is incorrect. Nick Fury is the head of Shield in this. He is an agent of Shield. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, the fucking title—it literally states what his role is. Yikes. Yeah, and Selena Luther wouldn't that be? Yeah, she does. That... She does go by that though. Yeah, Selena Luther. It's it's Lex Luther and Green Skull, which is funny because like. We covered Super Soldier where Green Skull was like the bad guy, and now we have Bruce Wayne, Agent of Shield, where Green Skull is the bad guy, and two completely different outcomes in stopping him altogether, or or not, as it were, <laughs> in this. E. But yeah, I mean, I I thought of um, I thought of Selena there as a combination of Catwoman, um, Madam Hydra. And maybe a little bit, of, maybe a little bit of Talia Al Ghul, but mostly uh, Catwoman and, and Madame Hydra. Yeah, especially since she has the whip, you know. Or Catwoman with the green. Or Cat, Catwoman and Viper. Yeah, Catwoman and Woman and Viper. Sure. Absolutely. I, I totally. Um, yeah, because Madame Hydra is <clears> the <throat> one who has like that uh, that gold sort of face mask, right? Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm I'm not as up on on any of that shit as I probably should be. But, uh, he's probably not as relevant a character nowadays, anyway. So, um, but yeah, it, interesting stuff. Uh, certainly. So is this Bane and Crossbones? Is that is that who that no, is? No, uh, Bane and Nuke. Oh, Bane and Nuke. Oh, that's right, because his name is Nuke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So instead of the uh, the red, white, and blue drugs. Uh, he he injects himself with venom to be a faux super soldier, basically. Yeah, and uh, got, I'm guessing um, Deathstroke mixed with side or not Deathstroke, uh, Deathlock mixed with um, kind of cyborg Hood. and Red Hoodish, but he's not Red Hood yet, so he, he wouldn't be that for like nearly another decade. I mean, they they <laughs> call him Deathlock in this, so yeah. They didn't really like stretch the boundaries too much. Although I did appreciate the combination of Victor Freeze and Baron Zemo into Baron Zero. Absolute master <laughs> move right there. Yeah, I was, thought that was perfect. And it's a cool fucking look too. Like it, oh, it yeah. was, that was seamless. That I, name I, is awesome. You know? Yeah, it really is. Like, if I say so myself. <laughs> but uh so yeah, don't it, they don't they mention that Deathlock is uh yes, Jason Todd. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jason Todd and and uh, Deathlock. Which, which you know, if you're reading comics now, it's not so much as like a oh my god, but like you you kind of get it and you're like oh I bet that's Jason Todd. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like oh yeah, good stuff, kids. Good. Wow, Jason Todd, what a 
what a shock. <laughs> but I mean, in 1996, 1997. Yeah, he had yeah. died like four years previous. So you're like, yeah, you're, you were good. Yeah. Well, I think it was a little longer than four years, but yeah, I mean, he was, he was, he was dead. Like we weren't seeing a whole lot from Jason Todd. Unless we were having some flashbacks to some crowbar beatings, you know how that goes in Batman books. Is <laughs> um so this isn't the almost hunters. as much fun as revisiting Crime Alley on a certain night. An eight year old <laughs> decided he wanted to see a Zora movie. You know what I'm talking about, Bruce? Did your fault well, your parents died. There it is on on the page. So <laughs> yeah, you, you know this um this Huntress is not the same Huntress uh, that was Carol Danvers that we met. This is Barbara Gordon, obviously, and. Uh, uh, yeah, so this is uh, Barbara Gordon. Sorry, uh, Black Cat is Barbara Hardy, is an amalgam of Marvel's Black oh, Cat okay. and Batgirl. Oh, okay. Well, I don't get the Felicia Hardy part at all in this. <clears throat> no, I thought, if anything, that was like, she would have been like Barbara Morse. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or, like, or um, is that or, who Diamondback is? No, Mockingbird, Mockingbird. Oh, Mockingbird, okay. Yeah, I would have gone with... Like or or Bobby Gordon, something like that. Bobby, yeah. yep. You know, because they could have called her Bobs or something like that instead of Babs. But uh, yeah, and, and also, I don't understand why she has that symbol on oh. her chest at all. Some of this stuff just does not make sense in this one. And like, and did, here's you, the thing. did you did you find their relationship to... cringy like I did? Oh yeah, it was not. Yeah, it was a little cringy because uh, it seemingly comes out of nowhere as well. Yep. Uh, the thing, uh, real quick, about the symbol that this Batgirl character is wearing, if you go to the cover of this comic book, that is the symbol for S.H.I.E.L.D. around the logo for Bruce Wayne Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. But, like, I don't understand why. It just, it. I mean, I get, I get from a purely design and business standpoint what the character is comprised of i get it but logically in context oh. to the story i don't understand that makes sense why no. they have this symbol at all in this story i i know why why well it's an H. I, I swear to god and it's an H or because she has to plug in or something in no the, the the helicarrier uh <laughs> Ran into a, a uh, flock of bats and it crashed through the windshield and shields uh, when Nick Fury said, uh, yes, we will become the bats. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, as much as anything else here makes sense. I, I'd accept I, I will, that. I will drive to Connecticut. and. <laughs> Brandon doesn't like it. He's, he's rejecting this alternate reality. Yeah, I, mean, I like I like to think replacing it with his own. My statement speaks for itself, but yes, to put it to put it mildly, I I do not like it, Sam. I am. <laughs> uh, so I just checked a different wiki. Uh, this is actually wiki, the wiki. <laughs> Amalgam fandom. Uh, and they're actually saying that Selena Luther is Madam Cat, is uh, amalgam between uh, Madam Hydra and Catwoman. Yeah, they're they're wrong. It's it's Viper. You know, she even has green hair. So yes, it is Viper. She is there. She is there to wash and wipe all the windows. I am the viper. I, I work the viper. for. <laughs> I wish I could remember that whole thing from GI Joe, but I mean that's that's the thing too. Like uh, Viper had um, like a, a 
like a poisonous kiss, like she would do that. She dressed exactly like this. She married Wolverine at one point. You know, she took over Hydra <laughs> and Magic. Who hasn't married Wolverine at this point? I know. I think you, even Cyclops has married him now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was a, <laughs> it was a thing. <laughs> hey, you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I mean, the thing is, eventually, you should probably leave Vegas after three and a half months. Just saying. the the cool thing about this is that they already had something that they could uh, relate to and they'd be like oh yeah hydra it's like we don't have to create a brand new thing we don't have to be like oh league of shadows or anything because hydra always already exists so it's like you know they they could just run with it and I, i thought that was a really good touch I do think it's, let me see here yeah it is kind of funny that uh at the very start of this too we see that <clears throat> Excuse me. The green skull is surrounded by Hydra cronies, but they're all wearing red and yellow yep. uniforms as opposed to the green and yellow that we're used to seeing them in regular Marvel comics, but also Super Soldier, where they were dressed exactly like old school Hydra agents. Like, I'm just. Maybe they're like the Honor Guard or something. Ooh, they're the. They're the special guys that wear the the red clothes. Who, the scientists are. They're dangerous. Oh, they're the they're the top of the line. What um, what color was AIM? They were yellow. They were more yellow. yellow yeah. Yellow. Okay. Yeah. Yellow and black. So so, I have a question. Like, Reed and, Richards and the rest <laughs> of the crew needed to break into the field by cutting the links to the chain fence. And then sneaking aboard the experimental rocket he'd been working on, he insisted that the hull was thick enough and strong enough to withstand the cosmic radiation. They got through the stratosphere into outer space. They got knocked by a wave of that cosmic radiation they were worried about. It turns out the shielding was too thin. It penetrated the hull and their own bodies. They rocketed back down to Earth. And as soon as they came out, they started to change and mutate. Reed could stretch. Sue could turn invisible, Johnny could burst into flame and fly, and Ben <laughs> turned into a large orange rock monster with tremendous strength. So so that's where the radioactive glass came in, right? Nailed it. <laughs> uh, if you missed the last episode, I suggested a radioactive glass bit uh, Sue, and yep. that's, that's how she got her <laughs> invisibility. She actually <laughs> sat on it. <laughs> hey, sit on it. <laughs> That's why the fund the is actually Doctor Doom. <laughs> I caught you before you took a drink. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, so, so we see, you, you know, the Green Skull dying here, but then they show him again at the end. Classic <laughs> Shield move, you know, where it's like you have this. Oh, that was just my underling crony. You know. That was just my life model decoy. Oh, 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 you, you and your life model decoys. Oh, one of these days I'll remember those exist. Until two seconds after you say it again. Oh, we, I gotta. We start. have a I, green I, goblin moment here too, Brandon. Dumb, dumb. Like... Write this shit down. Life model decoy. Don't fall for it. No, just exactly like that. I'll know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they have Nick Fury playing exactly the same character Nick Fury is and always has been, right? Followed by yeah. um, Sergeant Rock, who I assume is Dum Dum Duggan, you know, um, but, you know, played by Sh- Sergeant Rock. And I'm sorry, it absolutely looks like these two are away on a romantic vacation. Who are they? Wait, what? 
Him and Sergeant Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean. And we get a little bit of Tony Stark in kind of his Metron uh, chair. Here's the fu- here's the funny thing about this Tony Stark deal, right? Um, you would think for sure this would be a great way to incorporate that character into the Wave 2 Iron Lantern story. And if you thought that, uh, you would be wildly incorrect in your assumption that that's what they do. <laughs> because it's a completely different character. It's, it's a Stark and he's got, he has like Stark air airlines or aircraft or whatever, but he's Hal Stark. And I don't even know if they mentioned this Tony Stark character at all. Remember we read uh, speed demon. They killed Hal Jordan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, who are you lampooning? You know, (laughs) like nobody, nobody talked to their editors or something like that. They're like, yeah, just throw this shit at the wall. See if it sticks. I'm like, (laughs) sounds about right. There's just so much of this that it's, is better than the others. And, you know, um, like even the art here really starts going down. Like you see the covers like pretty cool. And the first couple panels, you're like, Oh, this is cool. Then it, Oh shit, we got to do that Bruce Wayne shield book this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It it devolves into Frank Miller doing uh, dark Knight returns, you know, um, maybe part two. And you're like, what, where is this artwork going, man? Yeah. The, 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 Artwork definitely does go south. Uh, I I was getting confused with like Bruce Wayne, like what the hell is going on? Can, um, can I can I just say like in lieu of the artwork though, like this whole thing where you know Nick Fury slams his fist down in anger on the table. Uh, what a what a masterful exposition dump in the middle of this guy's rant about how much he's fucking infuriated by Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, he has no contingencies for Bruce Wayne taking over the operation. Uh-huh. I buy yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's just like I knew he'd be running the joint someday the first time I met him. Yeah, that okay, Nick, if that were the case, you definitely would have had contingency plans. Plans on plans on plans on plans on plans. If there's one thing I know about Bruce Wayne, he's good at killing a lot of people. What excuse me, I have a question, sir. <laughs> it's like Um Okay. You just send wave after wave of men. Uh, but yeah, as a tire out eventually, as, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Brock Samson. <laughs> uh, as a highlight, we do get to see the Waynes die again. Yep, <laughs> it's true. It wouldn't be a fucking Batman esque story if we didn't see that. Meanwhile, I, I think he's holding Hellboy's gun too. <laughs> it's like, is that the Torch of Liberty's uh, gun there? Yeah. His parents were in the spy game. They knew the risks. <laughs> All right, Nick. Since their assassination by the Skull's agent, he's been taking the whole taking on the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> he joined Shield right out of law school. It was my right hand man inside six months, determined and deadly. I knew he'd be running the joint someday. The first time I met him. Yeah. All right, Nick. So just let that dude go around with unfettered access to everything. Wonderful choice. I, I love the the exposition where he's like law school of like, oh, okay, so he understands the law, just chooses not to really follow. He just he just ignores it. Oh, so I make my so, own law. <laughs> so breaking them is completely unjustifiable whatsoever because he he knows exactly what he's doing. 
I wish you'd just be like, I only subscribe to Brennigan's Law. <laughs> wave after wave of men. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of wave after wave, for the audio listeners, uh, we are looking at a picture of Bruce Wayne literally killing, you know, a mess of people on top of a hill. You know, it's a very violent version of King of the Hill. Yep. And, uh, you know, as we know, no one else you know, is shooting uh, the, but the, him. <laughs> the, the game, the game, King of the Hill, like, you know, a kid tries to like stand at the top of the pile, not, uh, not like a violent version of Hank Hill losing his shit over some propane and propane oh. accessories. I've got to kill again. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Damn it. I'll show, I'll show you what for. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> like, just to be clear, not that. Okay. <laughs> no. And, and as we know, you know, Batman's character does have an affinity towards guns, you know. <laughs> oh, he does love them. Oh, I love I love that you address that because I, I didn't. <laughs> but yes, you're, you're right. I just took that as, as uh, writ. That, well, you know, I mean, not for nothing. It, it says he joined S.H.I.E.L.D. right out of law school. So, I mean, any aversion to guns, they fucking drummed out of him. Like he's he's literally holding and fingering a gun in the shadows, talking to his boss. You know, <laughs> you're like these are friends, Bruce. Yeah, well, friends show friends their guns and put their hands on the trigger. Okay, I don't think you. I don't think you understand. This is the only way I can achieve an erection. All right, Bruce. All right. <laughs> is this the tick? Is it I, all right, I. I think we've reached a threshold. There is such a thing as too much information and you have, you have <laughs> supplied exactly that. I think we need to step it back. We all have the back. exact same read on this book. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what they didn't tell us is Bruce Wayne is actually an amalgam of uh, Bruce Wayne and Martin Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, shoot. Go on. <laughs> And Nick Fury is apparently too old for this shit. <laughs> yep. We're getting too old for this shit. Nice. Yeah. So, so, uh, Hal Jordan mixed with Tony Stark makes total sense. He's got his Megamind or no, his, uh, not Megamind. What? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Metro. His whole, his whole army there, you know, just looking on all crazy, you know. And like I said, Nick Fury is, uh, wearing his, his later hosen. You know, it's a little weird, but um, whatever. With hanging out with Sergeant Rock, which again makes no sense. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. So. Have another drink, Rocky. I made this one a double for you. I bet you did, Nick. Um, yeah, so we got we get Tony Stark talking to Bruce. And Bruce has that fucking circular, weird, half-shield bat symbol on his goddamn right shoulder. I just... I fucking hate it. I hate it so. I I show me where the face on that symbol is so I can punch it. I just I don't like it. it, it it's dumb. I I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm reading this and I'm like saying I'd rather read or uh, was it the Warriors of Plasm at this point? 
I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, it's it's basically the one book that you see in every bargain bin in every comic, you know, um, store where you're like, oh my god, you guys have Warriors of Plasm? Of course you do. You know? Hold on, wait, wait. I need. Is this a real book? Oh yeah, look it up. There was a oh. card series and everything. So yeah. What what is it called again? I think it's called Warriors of Plasm. It's uh yeah. All right. I mean, I'll 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 make note of it, but. I'm not, I won't be excited about it because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm managing my expectations. <laughs> um, okay. It's uh it's yeah. Warriors of plasm. Yeah. It's the thing. It was uh collected edition by uh, Jim shooter. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. read that at this point. All right then. Um, yeah. That being said, uh, Tony Stark is, he can't get up from his fucking weird, floaty professor x style chair because he's got shit attached to his chest like darth vader because much like tony stark in the marvel universe he has some shit going on that affects his ticker but he hasn't figured out how to make a goddamn suit and well, uh it, it looks like he's a mix between darth vader and doctor strange at, you know at this angle yeah yeah it, it absolutely does he's, he's got yeah but i mean he's the, the doctor strange thing is tony stark because oh, i yeah. mean they're they're both lanky dark-haired dudes with mustaches especially at this point in time um but yeah like it, you know it's it's just uh it's a, a less cool iron man <laughs> basically he's it's really iron smart. lung <laughs> yeah iron lung oh, exactly um and you know they they seed it with like we're working on something in my stark labs it might just get me out of out of this souped up barker lounger godspeed bruce hmm okay then i've seen the movie upgrade good luck um <laughs> but uh yeah so they they go off and uh that's where we have uh bruce meeting up with barbara and uh, is this is this dick uh, yeah come, yeah. yeah it's it's uh moonwing but yeah his 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 code name or whatever is moonwing which is actually a, a pretty solid this is the uh, bright spot of the book i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moonwing is um a really solid like combination of of both Nightwing and Moon Knight. Uh, it, it looks it looks sharp, man. It it works. I dig it. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand the whole thing with Barbara. Like Barbara has no agency as a character. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't add anything to the plot. She literally adds that he's he's what charismatic. He's the guy that you want to be. I mean. She she works with him and he's essentially her superior officer and she's just gonna go up and kiss him like that. I don't buy it. You know, well, are, are we sure Paul Dini didn't help in this book? I think he I mean, it better. <laughs> I think that I think they were probably going a little bit more with kind of like the uh James Bond. <laughs> yeah, the sixties kind of super spy, slick, you know, sexy adventures, Nick Fury type shit. You know what I mean. It, it just sends that message that it's like she's only there for one reason be, to like support her man. And I'm like, that is so shitty. <laughs> it know? is. It really is. I mean, it's just like, I'm like, well, wow, these great characters that have done all this good stuff and, and they're literally just here to support this. This uh, welcome to the past yeah. world of 1996. Mm. It was <laughs> close to the turn of the 20th century into the 21st. Let us take a look back into these very sexist and outdated ideas. And then you get a good, strong female character, right? <laughs> With this one, and she does some cliche bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I, I, I can't fault 
the writing of this character because I, I like when they get to like everything. They're like, oh, my father did this and it's and it's irreversible, like my raincoat. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like my raincoat. <laughs> you know, like this part was kind of cool. Like I, I like these mercs. Like you've got Nuke and Baron Zero and uh Deathlock and all that, and this madam uh what what's her name? Does she oh Hydra Supreme is what she calls herself. And I'm like, I like it. She's kind of grandiose and over the top. She killed her father in front of everybody, you know, yeah. and, and now she's stuck in an impossible situation where it's like they figure out at this point, like at some point that they're like, yeah, we're we're not getting out of here, you know, and what's going to happen is either going to like if we win, you know, we rule, we uh, destroy the world, you know, or, you know, the eastern seaboard falls off <laughs> the, at best. And if we lose, we get killed by shield. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, some real G.I. Joe retaliation shit. Yeah, kind of, actually. <laughs> it really, like, I mean, I, I listen, I, I have I have no deep affinity for those movies, but, like, I saw retaliation in the theater, and when they dropped all that shit and absolutely fucking destroyed London, I was like, oh, 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 those guys are not fucking around. <laughs> they mean it. Uh, did you just... You hear about what happened to London? No, what? It's gone. <laughs> it's it's not there anymore. They destroyed it. All right, maybe we maybe we should listen to what they have to say then. Just for a couple minutes, maybe. Yeah, you got my attention. That's for sure. If they only knew of Ted Lasso at the time, then Cobra oh, could have been averted. Different different world, man. Would have been a different. Gotta world. believe Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I stole I stole a loaf of meth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like lame is. <laughs> yes, ex- it's exactly like lame is. I stole a loaf of meth. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh we got we got the whole bat shield family group defense core wake me up by the end of this sentence. yeah so yeah. i don't care it's so whatever the but coolest like, looking thing on the page is moonwing <laughs> that's yep and he looks like fact. uh quantum from quantum and woody he really does yeah. dude yep. he really but like does. like what happens to like like her cape like disappears like right there yeah she's got it it's I don't it, it's like it. a low hanging cape that must be flame proof, but I, yeah. I would have to imagine that that would affect the trajectory of the rocket pack. But I don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, here's that here's too, the like... here's the thing. This is dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, fair. Like they would yeah. all be burning off their back legs. Like what? What the heck? And this is this is a take on on what like a, a silver age story, you know? Because you've got like. Like kind of like the golden aged villain, the green skull here, who's gonna, you know, uh, take over the world or whatever. Then he's got an ultimate doomsday contingency that I buy, you know. And it's like he he put it into uh, into action before he died, you know. Um, but it wasn't really him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like I finished reading this issue, and it really just made me want to watch the Venture Brothers. Yeah, I, this gives off strong Venture Brothers vibes. And the Venture Brothers is fucking so brilliant at what it does with with what it has. Like this this comic book in and of itself would need to step up on a stool 
in order to still be able to reach up just high enough to kiss the Venture Brothers' ass. Like, or feet. <laughs> or know? feet, yeah. Yeah, yeah and this is this is weird, you know. Sphinx! And it, yeah, and, and um, I mean, some stuff seems to happen here where it's like one one of the, the pilots breaks through and, and Bruce goes to get it, and then he gets knocked out. And, and I'm like, all right, is he going to like fall lifeless to earth or is he going to be okay somehow? They don't tell us, you know, it's like, no, we, well, we assume he's okay. You know? Well, and, and I mean, even they asked uh Moonwing to go save him and it's like, well, when I have time, yeah, you know, and, and then he just like appears on the ground. Like what the hell? Yeah. And I mean, it's not lost on me that Moonwing has like his little ponytail too. So but um, Chuck Dixon, I do believe, also wrote uh, a good portion of Nightwing books. So he, he's very familiar with that character as well. I don't believe he ever wrote either Deathlock or um, or Moon Knight. You know, um, so I, I couldn't really tell you besides Moon Knight being kind of like a crazy character if he's misrepresented here. But I mean, I'm not getting much of any character that existed here. Well, at, at the very I least, Fury, yeah. at the very least. Uh, Mark Spector was a, a, a trained agent, so that yeah. that jibes, you know. Like, so I mean, there's enough of a connection there. You could be like, all right, well, sure, fine. I mean, I'm I. It's it's really no sweat off off my brow, you know. Like I'm, I'm I just want more of this it. this Night Moon character, Moonwing, Moonwing, yeah, Night Moon as opposed to the Dame Moon, fuck <laughs> Night I Moon. Should've... I knew I should have workshopped this naming shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's your uh, Terra Cannon, which is um, they they drilled a uh, a hole to the core of the Earth and um, and a fault line, I guess, and they're gonna shoot a nuke through it, and you know that's how it's gonna go. Well, they saw Superman seventy eight, <clears throat> you know. Yep, that's how it went. Then, then you get to the the next cool thing. Um, it can't yeah. be stopped. Uh, are you laughing? <laughs> your last laugh in hell, father. And I'm like, all right, that was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, he probably was. L- Luther is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like you say to like, Lex, you'd be like, you know, they have a special place in hell reserved for people like you, and he'd be like, oh yes, absolutely. It's called upper management. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the South Park. He's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Michael Landon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just so random, but still. Uh, they, they do give us a little, uh, you know, after school special here, though. You know, mm-hmm. he's a drug addict and drugs are for the weak. A we pity way. Here. Your yeah. friend should be here to see me break you in half. <laughs> I love this shit so much. Big talk from a junkie. I've heard of you, Nuke. Some kind of drug addict. Your type don't scare me. Drugs are for the weak. No drugs, Wayne. Venom. And I am not addicted to it. I am enhanced by it. Now we shall see who is the strong and who is who are the weak. <laughs> I will cool, be your reckoning. <laughs> Nuke, Nuke had like that flag paint on his face where it was like the uh, the American flag, flag like the uh, the red stripes and and stuff. So that would have been cooler to see if he had done those. I kind of like the Hydra tattoo in the middle of the. Yeah, that's though. pretty sick. You know, like I I can dig on that. Like he's got the Hydra colored mask and 
gloves and pants, you know, green and yellow. So these are these are cool designs. Like that yeah. that was I imagine your amalgam cards, like his card would probably look cool. Be like, oh yeah, nuke. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I still haven't pulled those up with them. <laughs> next May, you know. Yeah, next May, exactly. <laughs> fucking people trying to fucking horn in on my shit too. Like <laughs> Wait till I, May. I don't know you what you're talking about. May. You wait till May. <laughs> Did you enjoy these four? You wait till fucking May. When you get two dozen of these things, shut the fuck up. I'll, I'll say I enjoyed uh, two thirds of them so far. So <laughs> yes. Fine. Yes. Uh, this one is ridiculous. Babura, babura. That's what it says right there on the page. <laughs> you going to make it, Dick? I, I thought he was dead. I, I never, I never thought he'd join Hydra. Yeah, he, he is, he was Jason Todd. We thought he was dead. The jackal buried him with a building, a bomb meant for Bruce and that Dark Claw freak. They, they meant Dark hyena. Claw, the murder gag, graphic novel. <laughs> murder gag. Oh, the killing joke. Good stuff. This must have been written at the same time as Dark Claw because they. Or maybe Chuck Dixon just did it like super quick and he's like, here, you know. I wonder if Dark Law the Murder Gag was written by Alan Less. <laughs> well, less is more. That's the joke. <laughs> uh the notes by Jolly Jim. Yeah. Um Jim Jolly Shooter. Jim Shooter. Probably. <laughs> Captain Gooch and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> Captain Gooch and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. I I quote that weekly. So. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. And next That's up we have the yeah. Oneaters. <laughs> I have a tour T-shirt of the Oneaters. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love it, dude. Actually, it would go great with this shirt. <gasps> Wonderful. I'll do that next time I'm wearing this shirt. Well, you do that, and <laughs> you do then. <laughs> it well, the color I got of. For the for the shirt, it's uh it's the red sign, but I could pick the color of it, and I picked like this same like turquoise color, right here, so it would go perfect. Did Faye make that for you? Oh, if only, <laughs> if only, man. She Welcome a- back to our our podcast, all about <laughs> that thing you do, that iconic <laughs> late '90s film starring Tom Hanks Welcome. and uh, Jonathan Shriek. <laughs> Welcome back to listening to us talk about this movie because it's just <laughs> that thing we do podcast. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, there you go. That's that one's for free, kids. <laughs> Tune in next week where our guest will be Giovanni Rabisi. <laughs> Actually, it's his sister. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Rubisi? not in the movie? <laughs> Marissa Rubisi? Yeah. <laughs> From Days to Confused? Yeah, she's all right, all right? right? <laughs> yeah, she's all right. I mean, hey, what you been up to since uh, 100 Girls, I think? A lot of uh, stunt doubling for Giovanni. Uh, <laughs> it's in the background of Avatar. The uh, last thing I last thing I saw him was this movie, Like I think it was called 100 Girls. It was like the first thing I had ever seen Emmanuel Shrieky in. Oh, cool. Yeah, it goes. That's how long ago I saw it. Keep that in mind. That's not a comment on anybody because Emmanuel Shriki is still uh, absolutely beautiful. Looked her in the Zohan. <laughs> I did too. Of, I'm, I'm one, not of even the, kidding. one of the few redeeming things about that movie. I mean, she's actually she's she's pretty talented. I like Emmanuel Shriki. 
She's you been really that, good uh, in Superman and Lois. Yeah, yeah. I was I was just gonna say she's she's great as uh, Lana. Yeah, I I've I've really enjoyed a lot of the characterization of the show. Uh, I understand that they have to do uh, some of their CWisms with oh yeah. kids, but I will say they um they don't drag it out. I I can appreciate that. They have a lot of balls that they're juggling on that, and they don't uh they don't go overwrought with a lot of that shit. You know, I actually completely understand the whole, uh, Jordan Sarah thing because that, I mean, that happens with like a lot of teenagers, like somebody tells someone that they like them or whatever, you know, and it, the other person just doesn't feel that way. How do you, they're trying to be friends still. <laughs> Good luck. Raging, raging hormone monsters. <laughs> Let's see how that works. out. plus you have superpowers. Anyway, back to Superman and this whole government thing with Bruno Mannheim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine by me. So uh, I think I, I'm taking this as Bane is is uh, admitting that he killed the Waynes. Is that how you guys read it too? Kind of, but it's really nebulous. So it's like, and it doesn't even seem to really like, like, is that what affects Bruce? Because I, I didn't take it as that. Yeah, I... I, I didn't think that he was the one that killed his parents. I just meant, I just took it as him meaning like his parents were weak and he's weak too. Like, hey guys, I think do you think that's a Hydra brand? Parents, maybe. Like, like Yellowstone, do you think that's a brand on him? Like where it's burned into him? Or do you think it's a tattoo? I think it's a tattoo. Because it's a weird color. You know, yeah, I, I just it, wonder if he had one of those Yellowstone brands. Yeah, so he can't leave the family. No, exactly. So he's there for life. Yep. Like that, like that guy well, that, that uh, killed the other guy. In the... <laughs> but well, he, he yeah, he could go to the train station. You know? Yeah, the train would, station. That's what it is. I I have no idea the references you're making whatsoever. So so, so uh, no, I, he, that did not mean I wanted. How does it feel? To me. <laughs> so in in Yellowstone when. Uh, one of the ranchers like does something big for the family. They brand them and essentially they're part of the family. Uh, and like they, they can do like dastardly deeds for the Yellowstone and, and but they're in it for life. Uh, but if they ever break the rules or decide to go, uh, they're brought to the train station, which is actually a cliff uh, that they throw people off of. After shooting them in the head. Yep, after shooting him in the, in the, in the sounds head. like sounds like must see TV. Jesus, man! Yeah, kind of. Like, look, but... I don't make the rules, Brandon. It's like... <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it's a really good show. So listen to this part. What, really? Yeah, no, sounds good. I'm not saying yeah. it's good. I'm saying I watch it. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying it's, it's good. It, it's an incredible show. It, it's it's a good mixture of Western and Sopranos. You yeah, know? you're not yeah. saying it's good. You're saying it's good plus. Like, that's more than good. Like, it's incredible. I rate that above good for sure. Yeah, I, I flat out hate some of the characters, and I'm like, oh, I hate watching this. You know, it's oh. like... <laughs> it's 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 a it's an interesting show yeah. but um speaking about yeah. hate watching bruce <laughs> yeah, wayne reading. agent of shield <laughs> yeah. uh oh uh before we move on though did you watch 1923 no no i've uh, i've not all uh, right that's so, the bruce so wayne good. agent of shield <laughs> so yeah we we have bruce wayne fighting bane uh and uh he takes him out in, in a way that i don't think 
uh, Batman has ever taken out Bane before. He, he no, like... certainly not because Bane is alive. <laughs> and and what it, what is he actually doing here? Like, are those syringes or something? Like, do they contain pills? Like, I, I'm not certain what the hell. There's syringes that is, contain. Is he twisting the dial? Like, he, he he's uh he. Yes, he's twisting the dial. Okay, that's it's it's kind of hard to see because it's yeah he's twisting the dial. That's exactly what he's doing. You are correct. Oh yeah, he is. He actually yeah. very clearly is. He's that's he's, so analog. He, <laughs> it's it's he, he with his left hand in between his thumb and pointer finger. You can see where he's got the uh, the middle portion of the dial, mm-hmm. and it looks like the dial from that old from the game can uh, concentration. Concentration, perfection, or perfection, perfection. There you go. We, you, that same dial. That's yep. exactly what it looks like. So he's grabbing the middle of it, and he's about to crank that bad Larry up to eleven. Nice. You see some some other steroid dispersal units. They go up to ten, but this one here it, it's better because it goes up to eleven. And uh, if they don't finish it by the time all the time runs out, all his uh, <laughs> all his uh, vein, uh, his his uh, see, it popped out. His tattoo his, falls off. His tattoo falls off. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> My heart. Gawk. <laughs> Wait, actually, I think Bane needs to say that. <laughs> <laughs> My. My heart. Gawk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my heart. And uh, Bruce Wayne here looks like he's gonna come up yelling Stella, and he's like, he's like, what happened to him? Too much of a good thing, I guess. <laughs> like, what the hell? The the what? art just like it switches. Like the last two pages were all right, and now we're back at this. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, and there's the logo you love. Yep makes so much sense it's like an upside down smiley face you know with like a mustache maybe yeah Yeah. i really i really like how it makes uh it it has no logical connection to anything i've seen in this story whatsoever yeah it's it's the best i I fucking hate that shit isn't it funny though too like looking at baron zero right you've got baron zemo right there but he clearly looks like baron strucker Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Maybe he's a combination of all three. All three, yeah, with the yeah. name, because he, he, I mean, he's yeah. he's got the monocle like Strucker. He's got like those those uh, yeah. nega bands or whatever they're, you know, like Strucker. And I mean, he's definitely like one of the bright spots of this book because he is just a delight to see. You know, <laughs> You're like, yeah, absolutely. this is cool. I wish he was doing something. <laughs> I, I liked I liked Nuke and and him. I, I thought they were both. I thought they were both done well. I, I really didn't care for the whole Jason Todd thing. That was meh. That was dumb. Uh, he, had, he had like one panel too. It says Baron Zero is uh, Wolfgang Von Strucker is an amalgam of uh, Marvel Comics Baron Von Strucker and DC Comics Mr. Freeze. Yeah, so, okay. uh, I mean. All right. They- but I mean, that, I mean, I I definitely think there's some Zemo in there too because the zero thing. I mean, it just yeah. it all blends together so well. Like, why the fuck not? You could just say he's all three. And oh, yeah. Zemo is in the um the Super Soldier the uh, the <clears> second <throat> one the second round. Like they show him in the flashback in that one. 
So he's got like the uh, like the cloth sort of purple mask. So oh, he does. He's in yeah. Man of War. Yeah. Oh, I should probably fucking read those at some point. I mean, it's I have read them. It's just been decades. I'm I can't remember much about Wave Two, honestly. Well, it seems like they didn't really read Wave One before they wrote Wave Two. So you know. Oh yeah, Wave Two. It's like somebody should have walked into both the their bullpens and been like, "Listen, listen, guys and gals." You all can do some of the drugs. <laughs> but the stories we've been getting from you, I never thought I'd have to say this, but you can't all do all of the drugs. And Chuck, you need to stop hanging out with Dennis Leary like today. <laughs> yeah. 1996 Dennis Leary and Chuck Dixon hanging out. You know what'd be you know what'd be really cool if you had Batman. You like you like gave him this this really cool gun. It's like, calm down, Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Dennis. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, anyway. uh, In this goddamn comic book. They're not all gems, kids. And this is proof. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're about to die, and Baron Zero says, Gather ye pleasures while ye may, dear Baron. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, Selena's no, no, no. Saying she's, that. she's, she's that. saying that. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause basically her pleasures are she's killing the, uh, the two people that are deciding to defect, you know, seeing as how like they're going to die anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, live, live, live as good as you can right now, pal. Cause, uh, this is it, kid. <laughs> and oh, what a fearsome group that. Shield agent, the girl with a weird yellow symbol on her chest, uh, and the guy with a half moon crescent symbol on his with a, a hooded cloak. Put and the he... mask back on. I mean, come on, man. And it's cool because it looks like a Mignola right there, like what they did with like Kinda, yeah. and all that. Yeah, and I'm like, can, like all right, all that. right. And then, yeah, then it's like, can, all right, we're getting back. You know, we're on a every other page swing here. And, uh, yeah, so Zero just grabs Bruce Wayne directly by the throat. Oh, no, not Bruce Wayne, just somebody. And he's like, Gah! and uh, that's when they inform Wayne that the Skull is dead and that uh, his daughter is the Supreme Hydra now. And he's like, oh, Selena Luther, I under- underestimated you. You have all your father's character flaws, I see. I have his strengths, Wayne. And you know he's like, oh yeah, only if passionless homicidal psychosis is a strength leader. How many people has he killed so far? Anyway, yeah, I mean, um, I thought that was really hypocritical too because he is just with reckless abandon, just blowing shit up and killing people. They have no concept of what's he's going on. He's an agent of Shield, Justin. He can't be stopped. He's is a machine he... for justice and vengeance. I'm an agent of Blunt. B L U N T. We he's hit like hard Judge and fast Dredd and ask without, no questions. He's like Judge Dredd with other stupid helmets. Yeah, well, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little, little bit. I mean, it's a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so he, he fucking slams Supreme Hydra around. I mean, Supreme Hydra Supreme, is that what she calls herself? Yeah, yep, I believe so. It, it sounds like a. Sounds like a fucking snack at Taco Bell for crazy. Yeah, that's it's basically hydro with sour cream. Yeah, it's exactly like <laughs> I like my hydro with some sour cream and, and tomatoes on top. It's real nice. I like it. 
Um, and and uh, don't forget the uh, the soft taco that's surrounding the uh, the hard. Uh, oh, like the oh, what the, is that? The, the, the crun- crunchy gordita, the crunch wrap. Yep. What okay, tonight's episode brought to you in part. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Hydra Supreme. Now serve with nacho fries. <laughs> Run for the border to escape shield. <laughs> Yo, Keanu Taco Bell. <laughs> I love poutine. <laughs> that's that's not really um something that we serve there, Bane. <laughs> but I still love it. <laughs> Do you have mayonnaise for this taco? <laughs> no, that's gross. <laughs> the weirdest request. Yes. <laughs> the absolute fucking weirdest condiment you could ask for at a Taco Bell. Uh, oh, my, oh my fucking God, dude. You know they have it because they make chicken sandwiches at, at the combo KFCs. <laughs> I'm going to ask for that next time and see what they do. Do you have any mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're having fun. <laughs> oh shit. The Bane shit kills me. Like it, it, that will always tickle my funny bone. Like I cannot like if nothing else for me, like I cannot thank Christopher Nolan enough <laughs> for making the Dark Knight uh Dark Knight Rise or whatever, Dark Knight Rises uh solely for Tom Hardy's voice as Bane in that movie. Like, amazing. Fucking one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. And thank you for every goddamn second of it. <laughs> well, and now we can enjoy so much more of it with Harley Quinn. You know, it's, it's fucking great, dude. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, James <laughs> Adomian, he's the best man. <laughs> He does so many voices on the Venture Brothers, which I I know I brought up earlier as well. (laughs) Yep, and let's see, Nick Fury and Sergeant Rock uh, show up in their green jet, and they're blasting people, right? Why is the jet green? Doesn't I don't know why is why is Sergeant Rock wearing his helmet inside the jet like that, and not wearing an aviator sleeveless fucking jacket? What the fuck? I liked him in in um uh was it a Dark Knight's uh, death metal better where he was literally a zombie head. Like this feels like Yep. You ever you ever <laughs> you remember like when we were kids like us our ages in particular for the most part like those Marvel activity books and you would have to, they would show you like a page and there would be like fucking 17 fucking things wrong with it. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's what this whole fucking comic book feels like to me. Yeah, like, they didn't really think some of this stuff out because it's like, okay, we're going to name this character Bruce Wayne. You're like, well, how is he like Bruce Wayne? Because he's got the name. And he's got dark dark hair. Oh, okay. His parents were killed in front of him. All right, we're closer to it. Does he use gadgets? Does he use gadgets like a grappling gun or anything? We've got jetpack like Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Um, what else? He shoots a lot of people and uh, and then put po- and also poisons them. Oh, uh, uh, all right. That that's not quite Batman, but he's highly trained. All right, Batman's highly. We get that. He kills a guy. What? 
<laughs> well, uh, that's not really true. He kills like a few guys. <laughs> oh yeah, no, th there's more than thirteen for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, like what the heck is happening to uh, Moon Knights or Moon Moon Wings? Like, what's going on right there? I I don't know, but he looks like he's got a big old gut. Yeah. Maybe like know. he he just kicked or something, or maybe he just he was throwing something. Or, 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 or can, you turn, can you just turn the fucking page? <laughs> yeah, it's probably best that we don't look into these. Yeah. Things. Just turn the turn the page. Oh, good, it's the last page. Oh, I don't believe it either. Oh, nobody's surviving that exploit. <laughs> I know, Rock. All my enemies so close to checkmate. And now they are. I, I want to like play Luther with a German accent so bad. All my enemies so close to checkmate. And now they are removed from the board. Because this game is mine. So uh, this ended with a bang. Or a Next month, 30 raccoon. seconds over Metropolis. Oh, please. No. The last thing that happens uh, for those listening is that the Terra uh, bomb or whatever goes off. There's a giant explosion. And uh, Nick Fury and Sergeant Rock are going away in their plane saying nobody could have survived that. And that's where we see that little exposition from the, the real Green Skull, who was not there, you know, to enact his plan. That was uh, some fake thing that he had there. So we assume everybody died here. Yeah. And why is it? But tune now... in next month when we fucking read <laughs> how they narrowly escaped in uh, which well, comes going to on the 30. It comes out on the 31st of November, 2000 fucking never teen. <laughs> yeah, it's March. <laughs> so, so, so what's this up here? And then why is there a skull and crossbones? That's on the hell now. That's a weird um, helicarrier. It's just the perspective is way off. Oh, okay. Like they, they must have added it in after. They're like, we'll put the helicarrier. Yeah. But, and, and like the skull and crossbones, like that. That's didn't... because it's a fighter jet. That's his yeah. fucking symbol, man. Like that's but, his shit. Yeah, but it's not there. Yeah, well, that's that's a top. That's why. Well, actually, if you look at it too, it also has a different tip, right? Uh, oh, I thought they were upside down. I thought that was the what? The... Yeah, it's a little weird. I think that's an engine or something. But yeah, like some of the art is really weird, and and we know that they come back because he shows up in JLX Unleashed, which is a wave two of Amalgam. So uh, it's another one of the DC ones where it was a mashup of uh, the JLA and the X-Men, right? So the character of Bruce Wayne, um, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., shows up again. I don't believe any of the others besides the Green Skull show up, though. I don't recall. I don't know. I could check. Let's see. But, um, yeah, I, I'm really glad that we all kind of had the same read on this because this was just like a big steaming turd. Yeah. It was terrible. It was god-awful. I I was mad at myself and everybody else. <laughs> like I felt I, I was equally mad and disappointed for all of us. So, you know, I was just like, oh, man, you know, the they say that misery loves company. And that is probably one of the few things I took solace in. I was like, you know what? I may have had to read this clunker of a goddamn comic book. <laughs> God, God damn it. So did Leo and Justin. And that. <laughs> That gives me like the vim and vigor necessary to power through to get to the end of what, even though is only 22 pages, inexplicably feels like uh, infinity pages long. Oh my I'm god, it does. It. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's see. So this is JLX Unleashed, and I'm just looking at this, and yeah, while, a whole while, bunch while, of mess. While you look that up, I'm just reading something from the Green Skull. Uh, so from beyond, in a uh, alternate future where Lobo the Duck resides, the Green Skull teamed up with Thanoside oh, and Jesus destroyed Christ. many superheroes. That it is believed that in this timeline, the Green Skull was killed or incapacitated along with Thanoside by Lobo the Duck, who may have had help from others such as Bat Thing. And Ambush Bug the Lunatic. <clears throat> wow, yeah, there's some there's some. Nonsense. I mean, this, this book really made me look forward to Lobo the Duck. You know, I guess it's like, I just want something that it's like, the rules are... Honestly, I think... I think the the books that truly encompass the zany insanity of such an idea uh, are the Spider Boy books from both waves. Oh, I'll have to definitely read that. I've got I've got Spider Boy and issues. Spider Boy team up. Spider Boy team up from the second wave. It like involves their mashup with like the Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, nice. all from the thirty first century and shit like. It, dude, it's all like just goofy, wacky comic book shit, and I think you'll you'll get a real kick out of it. But you know, I, I, have, we, I have a question for you guys. What's that? How did this get made? Who was this made for? And when we talk about like high concept and all that, what? what how did this get made? Like drugs. seriously? Yeah, like drugs and extortion or something. You know, someone owed somebody money. Listen, I think I think in all honesty, it was the fact that whoever came up with the idea to and I should say probably the idea that won out for a combination between Batman and Wolverine, because you know that there were probably several submissions for that. Of course, particular yeah. idea. Um, there was definitely uh, a mandate from on high to make another more Batman centric amalgamation character. And that's why they put Bruce Wayne like front and center. Uh, but they, they really just had no idea how to really combine and approach the elements like separately elements that work for the characters smushed together the way they did it. Uh, you, you didn't find enough tab A's to for, for the slot B's. I, I was trying to find oh uh, JLA Secret Society of Superheroes was the one that we did. That's where this concept works. When you have at his core a character that's called Bruce Wayne that is Bruce Wayne and acts like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, and it's like that that uh, Secret Society JLA Elseworlds did this so much better. This this concept was terrible. The execution was even worse. Like they didn't even start with a good idea. And and I mean it's just like I don't want to say I regret reading it because I'm sure it's like this character existing in amalgam <clears throat> is is cool, you know. But it's like in these hands, it was terrible. I think I think with having it be Bruce Wayne, Agent of Shield, the missed opportunity, especially here, is that I think it's great that they used the Red Skull and Lex Luthor and Hydra for Super Soldier. I like the way that they were used. It made sense for 
uh, both sides of the fence, both companies. You, you know, I, I totally dig it. I get it. I, the whole, the whole shebang. I think for Bruce Wayne, agent of shield, the biggest misstep was not having the nemesis be instead of Hydra um, being like the big time dealy that they were going after necessarily would be like kind of a combination of um, that, like them essentially uh, Hydra or the hand or something and the, the league of shadows. And that way you could have the nemesis be like a Raj Al Ghul combination type deal and have it be like a lot more in line with what both characters could be doing in those situations and how to make it work best as one singular story arc altogether. I'm just, that's just like my, my thing. Like I, I probably would have just tried to combine like a, a couple of different dealies uh, to to go along for for bruce wayne as opposed to repurposing hydra in green skull it again it would have also been more interesting if it was a political intrigue book rather than a book that was like super spy hijinks right like if you have like like uh the stuff that's going on where you find out gary shandling is actually like a member of hydra if you have like that kind of stuff it's like oh yeah all this stuff is happening to ruin bruce wayne and he's gonna lose his fortune and all that and then at the end you see they go hail hydra because they know who he is and you know like something like that would be so much more intriguing because you could see it's like oh how's he gonna I dig mean, himself out of this i think i mean i think they could have they could have taken it a step further and and had it be a a a nice blowout thing where it's like he he was on clearly some big deal mission going after who they they know as the big baddie and like your whole thing could have been through infiltration like he had to been one of the most trained operatives out there like he went through all kinds of crazy shit out there that he could earn the nickname the bat because of it you know what i mean and then on 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 top of that, I mean, just you could he would be a shadow operative, so you could literally you could literally call him like Bruce Wayne's shadow agent of Shield, and all of that leading up to like a Raj Al Ghul amalgamation type character with a, an amalgamation type organization for some big time deal. Like you end that on your big cliffhanger. It combines elements from both the spy thing and Batman. I feel like, you know, if there was just a little bit more consideration given before they decided to just, you know, write something down and and put it out there, it it could have been really remarkable. You could have even done something with like, I I guess, uh, was it like Challengers of the Fantastic had a Doctor Doom character? So I guess you can't really do that. But I mean. You're, you're kind of like uh, hamstrung on who you can actually use as a good Marvel villain, you know? So, like, like who are you going to even pick to go along with Ra's al Ghul? Maybe it's just Ra's al Ghul with the Mandarin or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't know. I don't have, I don't have yeah. enough info in front of me. I'm sure that there's somebody that would work very well uh but but altogether i'm just saying like there's there's ways around it you know you could have you could have had a more focused story that more cleanly combined those story elements between the two characters you know 
I'd, I'd have had this mission fail at first and everybody get killed except for Bruce. And then he has like a second chance down the road. And that's when you get like, like, um, uh, what was his name? Moonwing. Yeah. Then you get like them into it. And I would have eliminated the entire Huntress garbage, like all that. Or she's like in the first thing that gets killed, you know, something <laughs> like that. So he has some actual pathos to him where it's like, why has he got this war on crime? Oh, it's yeah. But even that, even then, like yeah. Barbara solely exists just to be like a motivation instead of like a, an actual person like that. Well, I don't like, I don't like, like the character at all. So I would kill her. I mean, you just don't include her then. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather just that than, than kill her as, as any kind of motivation for, for the character, like kind of fridging her at that point. No, her, yeah. his whole team gets fridged. So it's like the whole yeah. team. <laughs> just mag- magruder oh. them. Like, yeah, stick exactly. them all in a van with homemade van fucking explosives. In the parking lot. <laughs> With with a hundred pounds of explosives, I made at home with my own two, and boom! All I got is this here thing of celery. <laughs> Todd, Tug, somebody call nine one one. Oh God! Yeah, I, I maybe maybe there's there's more to a better story here, but it's just it was poorly planned out. Like it's nebulous at at best. Like it doesn't explain you know, the stakes of what's going on. Like literally everybody's confused about what's going to happen when that thing explodes. So it should all be we taking know is like great things from each yeah. character and putting them together in ways that make sense to make it like really stand out, you yeah. know, and, and be like proof positive about how something like this could be such a good idea. And I don't understand how, like you were saying, this got made, like how it's a lot so of the stuff that we've seen, like actually gets put on paper. It's like, this was the fucking best you could come up with for this. Like for all you knew, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity to do such a thing. And for the most part, it was, Yeah, you know, and this is the shit you fucking do. Like, did you think that this well was just going to not dry up sooner rather than later? Because I think we all saw that coming, especially after wave two. I, I read this twice because I said, there's no fucking way that I'm reading this the right way, you know? And sure enough, I was, and it's unfortunate. And and you just get to that end and you're just like, what the hell, you know? And, and I mean, not since like, like Jane Foster, uh, what if Jane Foster had the hammer of Thor? Have I felt this way about one of our books? You know? Yeah, it was, it was definitely like not ideal. Um, (laughs) I'm glad we did it because we get to rip it apart. But I mean, it's just like, how did this get made? Dude, you know? I know, I know, like the idea of Amalgam Comics, it's so fucking cool and it's it so awesome that they, they did a thing, you know. But when we take off the nostalgia glasses and we really look at most of the stuff that came out of both waves, there's a lot of like not great shit that they did and uh few bits of it hold up i i wonder if there's anything that you're gonna look back on now and be like you know what i didn't give this a fair shake but now it's like after reading bruce well hold on uh i mean agent hold on justin yeah um you, you, you're cutting off. You're getting all choppy. Choppy, chop, chop. Chop, 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 chop. Chop, chop, chop. Choppity, chop, chop, son. Chop. 
champ. All right. Are you look at wave. Hi, wave. Can you wave? It's frozen again. Oh, it, kind of. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, it's. Well, that stinks. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll give him. We'll give him a minute to uh, see if it clears up. I was checking real quick to see, you know, looking at Chuck Dixon and Kerry Nord, what they are working on it around the same time, and uh, looks like uh, Chuck Dixon went on to. Where did it go? Uh, let's see. He actually no, he didn't do too much in '96 other than a DC book, uh, Detective Comics uh, 696, which is the Contagion storyline. Yeah, and that was that was uh, ill received as well. Yeah, um, and then Carrie Nord was actually working on daredevil for uh most of 1996 that uh, was when he had his uh like kind of blue costume briefly with uh like the armor on it uh it was daredevil 353 looks like to 362 did so just to go back because it didn't seem to come over i said um i wonder if after reading bruce wayne agent of shield Brandon, if you'll look at these others and be like, well, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought. Maybe. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's always always the, the gambit, right? I mean, yeah. it can hold up. It could be better than. It could be worse than. That's really the only way it goes. Well, one thing I can say is we definitely had fun talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's for sure, man. I mean, so many disparate elements, man. Like, I just, I will say, though, it is kind of funny that with this having been written in, like, 96, 97, that with my Bane mug and the citation of his lines as Tom Hardy would do them in Chris Nolan's movie, uh, the cadence fucking works magnificently. <laughs> he did create Bane. I mean, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, but doing doing that inflection and accent with the words written in this amalgam comic, it, it holds up. <laughs> yeah. It's still quality. It makes me makes me giggle it warms the cockles <laughs> of where my heart should be so i don't remember was uh bane in the original actually yeah batman and robin there was a bane and that was 97 yeah bane, bane came out in um i want to say 93 in the yeah. uh Nights uh nights end series and it was uh Graham, actually he came out in the um was it the Vengeance of Bane comic? So, which would have been 93. So, you know, uh, Chuck Dixon and um, was it Gene Nolan, I think, created him. So, Bane, Bane's a great character. I have a Bane up behind me, a Bane statue. I, I love Bane as a character. It's just, this is, you know, like, like, what do we get? We got like this tiny version that it's like was killed within like five seconds, you know? Yeah. Um, I would just like to say as as somebody who was like not wholly enamored of Batman, but still got all of the Night's End and Nightfall and and all that stuff as it was coming out. uh, I thought it was fucking hilarious when they showed who it was that was going to break Batman. 
because I was like, I laughed hysterically. I was like, Batman's gonna get his back broken by a fucking luchador. This is yeah. hysterical. Yeah. Like I, I was like, this is great. I am so happy about how stupid this is. Let's let's watch. Let's watch and see what happens. And uh, I didn't see the Azrael stuff coming, and that shit was fucking weird. Yeah, that's that's actually like one of the like we were talking about before, like the Flash stories and stuff like that. That's one of the go to Batman stories, I'd say. Like this is when Chuck Dixon was like firing on all cylinders and he had Jim Aparo art and, you know, the, the, those uh, Kelly okay. Jones covers. It was a uh, night's end, nightfall, night quest. Yep. Right. It, it, I think so. I wasn't sure if night's end or a, whatever was the first a, one. I don't it's know. It's been a it's been a I long think you're right, time though. since I read any of those i like them because it's it's one of those things where it's like bane (laughs) shows that he's cerebral and he's like oh i'm gonna explode the walls on arkham and then flood the cities with all the guys and then when batman's done running himself ragged you know i'm not gonna attack him at his full strength i'm gonna you know beat the crap out of him and and then take it from there and i'm like no one's ever done that before man (laughs) i'm gonna break down the walls of the insane asylum and then batman can go run for mayor of crazy town (laughs) and and he had like these crazy sidekicks like one guy's name was bird and he had a bird with him (laughs) it's like it was like a falconer or something and he had a guy named film freak who used to pretend to be like different characters from movies that got like killed by bane like right away it's like i'm gonna pretend to be uh travis from uh 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 Taxi drivers, like okay, you go ahead, film freak. <laughs> <laughs> wow, amazing. <sighs> anyway, so this was a this was a, a fun, fun, fun book. Yeah, yes, I'm glad, it was. I'm glad that we all came to a consensus on it. We made uh, it through. <laughs> hey, kids, I'm telling you, if if uh, there's a book that you have in front of you and it's Bruce Wayne agent of shield from amalgam comics. Then uh, that's, that's the book you, you have in front of you. So I guess read it or not. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do <laughs> wherever you go. That's where you are. Yeah. That's if, if it's there, it's there, man. Cool beans. <laughs> Just saying <laughs> read it or don't, I would say don't, but we each make our own choices in life. There, but for the grace of God, go I. And you could make the right choice. Just set it back in its Mylar plastic bag and put it in your long box and move on. Very rarely will you hear me agree with anything that any Reagan has ever said. But in this case, (laughs) it is absolutely perfectly 100% correct to just say no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, we'll wrap things up. I want to thank everybody for watching this fine uh, evening day you know whenever you're watching or listening to it my name is leo i'm the monkey behind the keyboard here and uh you know these awesome dudes are going to tell you about some other stuff that i join them on uh but i also do splash pages which is every tuesday at 8 p.m eastern and uh, i also do still token with midweek geeks a lot of fun stuff plus some other awesome stuff that these fine gentlemen will talk about and we'll kick it over to justin Hello, Justin Cooper. You can find me at the Epic Shells Facebook group. It's Everything Ninja Turtles in a nice, positive group. You can listen to my show, Epic Tales from the Sewers, a TMNT podcast, where we interview people from the Ninja Turtles universe, whether they're they're actors or maybe artists or anything else along that, or uh, we read the comics. And then also there's Generation Playlist, where we talk about an artist or a genre of music, and we create a customized playlist for you to listen to. 
And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Powerful Brandon. Uh, uh, hey, everybody. It's uh, Powerful Brandon here. If you feel so inclined, come on over to Facebook and check out the Powers Combined group. Uh, we're just a consortium of geeks, nerds, dorks, and such. Uh, just get together, share memes, news, info, good times, and laughs to be had by all. Our number one rule is don't be a jerk. If you violate that, you'll be booted immediately. Um, if you want to come on over to Instagram, check me out. Um, I'm at this Brandon has powers and on Twitter, I'm at Brandon's powers. Uh, and you can also check me out on a couple of shows. I do the Wednesday night, 9 PM Eastern standard time show midweek geeks with Leo and a few other of our uh, friends and what have you and, and cohorts at the dorkening. Uh, and, uh, you can also find me with these two gentlemen, Justin and Leo, uh, on our concurrent series. We switch off every other week with comics paradox in which we talk about, uh, all kinds of alternate reality tales and takes on characters or story arcs that you may already know and love. Uh, we do things such as Marvel's what ifs or DC's Elseworlds, but also cover story arcs like X-Men's age of apocalypse or as we've done in the past several episodes for the month of May, uh, Amalgam Comics, which covered Marvel and DC working together for uh, one particular comic line that they did. Uh, you know, check that out every other Sunday, switching off. Uh, and you can find those both, The Dork Knight and Comics Paradox, wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. With that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.